right, welcome once again to another edition of Sports Therapy with F.H. Jr. I am your host. Now, this has been a, a uh, this is week, uh, whoa, this is week five in the NFL. All right, okay. Now, before we begin the show, you know, we must talk about the rules for those who like to live life lawless. These be the rules, according to my little niece. Now, sports therapy is sports entertainment only. We are simply here to entertain you. Now, when you call in, please turn the volume on up your phone all the way up so we can hear you so that all the fans. This is a live show. Call-ins get two minutes to rip, rant, kick some knowledge, laugh about all things NFL related. Now, please keep in mind, uh, you will not be able to talk about your the entire game. But if you go on a good rant, trust me, I will not stop you. I love a good rant. Also, on Sports Therapy with F.A. Jr., we do not talk politics. I don't give a fat rat's butt what the Democrats are doing, nor do I care what the Republicans are doing. We do not talk about oh, sexual orientation, race relations, or any of those things. We are just strictly here to talk football and football only. Now, we don't care what you sound like. This is, we talk, this is football talk. Yeah, we don't care if you can't conjugate your verbs. If you say a who, dad, and a what, if, and all that good stuff, it's still all good. Now, Woo, got that over with. Now, let's talk about today's game. Now, keep in mind, callers, you will have two minutes to rip, rent, and kick some knowledge. Now, if you just, uh, let me tell you what I did. Now, I sent out, uh, I sent out some invitations on LinkedIn. If you're tuning in through LinkedIn, thank you. A little bit about the show. As I was saying, you have two minutes to rip, rent, kick a little knowledge. And uh, if you want to call in, the number is 940-329-4110. That's 940-329-4110. If you call in and you can catch us live. Also, Sports uh, Therapy by F.A. Jr. is streamed live on Facebook and YouTube. Now, let's see. Do we actually have a fire-breathing caller on the line? Let's see what we got. Sports Therapy with F.A. Jr. Hello. Hey, Sports Therapy. Who did? Oh, we got a who dad. <laughs> we got a fire breathing, happy who that fan. Now, who am I speaking with? Who did? Jay. Uh, it is Jay at Grand Prairie. Jay, you got a lot to be uh, who dadding about because uh, you're yeah. uh, a. <laughs> and a clam soup. I'm talking about Andy. Did he come through? We got a win. We got our three game losing streakers. Oh, thank you. <laughs> so, um, so tell me what what has you so happy today, Jay? Andy won. For, well, well, Andy played. He, he was good to go. You know, <laughs> he's still he's still doing doing his thing. We got Taysom Hill out there. He did his thing. We got Camaro back. He did his sign. <laughs> what about Jameis? Tighten up on defense, but um, you know, we'll be all right. Now, um, I did get a chance. Yeah, right. <laughs> you know, I did get a chance to uh to watch the game. Like I tell everybody, um, I I tried to watch all the games. Not like uh now when before I switched to, to the new time, which we're on now Sunday nights at seven o'clock uh, p.m. Central. 
Um, you know, I would go to Buffalo and have all the monitors there and I could really get into the games. But now I still watch them. Um, don't really get to get into them like I used to, but I watch every game and, and you know, I did watch. Uh, now I spend more time on other games than I do. Some was just a drive by and then I catch up on my notes and whatever. But uh, I did see the entire Who Dat Nation. And a big shout out to the Who Datters. <laughs> so Jay, uh, Jay and Grandpa, here's 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 my dilemma. Here's my dilemma. What are you all going to do with James? Now, because what what I did like, I like the fact that um, it appears that that uh, under the red rifle there, Andy Dalton, the offense seems to be a little bit more in sync. Um, Taysom Hill can go back to playing his old role, which is a Swiss Army knife where you can line him up in the backfield. He can come in and play quarterback. He can be a wide receiver. Now, one play that really got me was they threw a pass to to uh, Taysom, and he ran a look to be like a 70-yard touchdown. But I can tell you, when he got to that 20, he was leaking oil like an old truck. <laughs> but he did manage to make that touchdown. Yeah, yeah. All right. What do you think about the Houdat Nation's defense, though? I'm worried. Jay, I'm worried. I am worried. They need some work. We need to. It's just the little things that we need to work on, like stop jumping off the side and stuff like that, and make a tackle. Yeah, I saw, I saw a lot of missed tackles in that game. I saw a lot of missed tackles. There were one point where – the Saints had a what looked to be a, uh, a two touchdown lead, and to be honest, I kind of thought that the game was they had put it away when they went up by two scores. Then all of a sudden, the defense just gave back to back touchdowns and kind of made it into a a dog fight. Yeah, we look like we did the, the week before when he when he that up. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, because the week before you guys came out on on the losing end of, of the stick, but um, but like I said, I I, I uh, do enjoy the uh, now one one thing about the the Saints because there was another uh, lady that was sitting close to to myself when I was at Buffalo, and and man, she was sanctified as they, as the old people say. Um, she really gets into it. Uh, I mean, it is what it is, man. And and I'm you know what I, I'm just happy. That that the Who That Nation won, and all thing it, everything is right back in uh in Saintsville, all is well, uh, because I was starting to worry a little bit about the Who That Nation because with with uh my man Jameson it was a wild ride. So now, are you guys going to stay with um the Red Rifle, or do we have what's called a quarterback controversy? We need to stay with with uh with Andy, but I don't make decisions. But that's me personally, though. Uh, hello. Yeah, I'm still here. Yeah, yeah. I think we need to stay with Andy, but that's me personally, though. I don't I don't know what they are gonna do, what coach is gonna do, but I think we need to stay with Andy. Give uh Jameson some time to heal. What they what they say they're doing to give him time to heal. Let him heal. Uh, let him get himself together. But let's keep this winning streak going, cause um, this ain't the beginning. Look, 
look real bad. <laughs> I could. I hear you. I hear you. Well, Jay in Grand Prairie, appreciate your call. Appreciate your call. And um, call back again. And who that say they going to beat them their saints? Who that? All who right. that? All right. Thanks. All right. All right. Now, if you're just calling in and, and if you're just, uh, you know, if you just happen to be one of those people who are just web surfing and then you're on Facebook and, and whatever and you run up on this number, you're like, okay, who in the heck is, uh, what the hell am I listening to? You are listening to Sports Therapy with F.H. Jr., where callers get two to three minutes to call in and rip, rant, kick some knowledge, go off, do whatever. Someone asked me, so uh, how do you rate the show? Is 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 it uh is it for everybody? I don't know. Here's the thing, we talk football talk, and uh, <laughs> and people get passionate, and and to be honest, I get my energy from the passion of my callers. You know, can I do the show all by myself? Yeah, but do I want to? No, no, no. That's not the concept. The concept of sports therapy is for callers to call in live, while others are listening, and then. They can call into nine nine four zero three two nine forty one ten. They can be on on. Uh, you can join in. So that's the concept. So someone asked me, "Is sports therapy with F H Junior? Is it for all uh, for all listeners?" So if I had to put a rating on the show, I would have to say it's probably yeah, I'd say PG thirteen because every once in a while we get you know we get some passionate people and they may call in and drop the occasional ass bomb or you know even occasional f bomb when it happens we have the cussing bell here and so far i've never had to use the cussing bell too much you know but who knows because sometimes you have to use the cussing bell <laughs> so i would say the show is probably rated uh, i give it a pg-13 man uh so parents just uh you know Use your own parental uh, discretion if you're going to let the little ones, say the kindergartners or first graders, listen to Sports Therapy with F.A. Junior. Okay. Now, let's talk about some of the other games today. Now, you guys know that I am a card-carrying, card-carrying Commander fan. If you notice, I'm always dressed in the standard uniform, which is the uh, the typical, uh, you know, the shirt augmented with the uh, Washington Commanders, followed by the smooth, cool hat that says with the big W, followed by I'm always rocking a cool beard. But um, am I going to go on a rant today? About my commanders. Well, probably, but not right now. Not right now. You know, um, I, I'm saving that for uh, <laughs> for later in the show. But also, I forgot to tell everybody that today's show is sponsored by Crown Royal. Crown Royal. Now, that is my drink. And what I tell people is that I don't sponsor you, uh, your product unless I really, really, really partake. You know, I'm not one of those people that come out and sponsor everything from the, the, the sunrise to the sunset. Now, if I'm not using your product, I don't sponsor. That's just what it is because I want to be honest. But I do drink Crown Royal. That is my drink. Crown me, baby. So, uh, other games that I watched today. When we get into... Um, now, normally, um, before I go any further, I want I want everybody to send a prayer out to my homeboy Glenn <laughs> and pray for him, mainly because two things: it still got beat today, thirty eight to three, and we've all been there. We've all been to the point to where 
we've had what you call <laughs> a, a football uh, football moment where you just go crazy. So my man got a little bit upset and he broke his phone. So therefore, my homeboy Glenn can't call in until he gets a new phone. So let's pray for him. So now for those out there who have never football seen, if you've never just watched your game and got so mad that you broke your phone or kicked your neighbor's dog or whatever, he who without he who is without football seen cast the first stone. <laughs> Because we know that's not true. So my homeboy, Glenn, you're in our prayers, and we are praying that you get a new phone so you can continue to call in to Sports Therapy with F.A. Jr. Because we want to hear about what's going on in the life of the Steelers. But the Steelers took it hard today. I watched a little bit of that game, too. Um, You know, when you have a rookie quarterback, and what I like about the Steelers is that they pulled the Band-Aid off. They just said, you know what, we're going to go with this rookie. Um, when you do, when you go with a rookie, you're going to have some lumps. You're going to get, you're going to have some lumps and that, you know, that's just how it is when you have a rookie quarterback. Now you can't blame 38 to three just on a rookie quarterback. Somewhere along the line, the defense didn't show up. I, you know, I, they just didn't. I, I love the Steelers. Uh, there's a uh, group that hang out with, uh, with myself and others at Buffalo. They call themselves the steel pole nation. So, uh, Big shout out to them, and you guys will get them next time. But but today, you guys took it on the shorty short. So hold on, we got another caller coming in. Let's see who we got here. Uh, Sports there with FA Junior. Oh yes, sir. This is Bridget Collins giving you a call. H Town Bridget, what's up, H? Well, I call to do what we like we do in church to give a praise report. Oh, God. The praise report is that uh, the Texans won today. <laughs> come on with it. Come, come so on with excited it. excited about that. So you watched but, the game? Uh, oh, yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah, we had our, you know, the Texans game in this area. Okay. You all might have had a different game in your area. Yeah, um, and of course, you know, I have uh, the NFL ticket, so I usually go to Buffalo and just hang out with all my rowdy friends and watch them all so that I can be able to oh, talk yeah. to people like you yeah. about the game. Oh, absolutely. I got you. Yeah. You look, look like you're, I know they're not your Cowboys, but no, no, I no. feel root for the Cowboys, so it look like they did real well today. Yeah, I expect to hear from my card-carrying, big, rooting, tooting, apple-looting Cowboy fans, so I know they're going to call and thump this. But you know what? They deserve to. Like I tell people, there's no, there's no oh, fan yeah, shaming absolutely. on the show. They, they, they get to call yeah. in and rip rant and then, you know, so I expect to hear from them good old cowboy fans. I love them. They know it. I work with a lot of, them. I got a lot of them in my family. Sometimes I question, was they being raised right? But you know, at the end of the day, it is what it is. You know? Yeah. Cowboys. Oh, yeah. Cowboys yeah, looking good. Because, you know, when, especially when people count a team out because the uh, starting quarterback, is injured and it's kind of like oh, okay, so their season is just washed up and and just to see what they've been able to do in his absence that you know that plays so much value on the starting quarterback. So it's really good to see that they're able to win in spite of in spite of what people's. I guess their perspective was about the team going forward. Oh yeah, definitely, definitely, definitely that, definitely that. Definitely that. Now, uh, of course, you know the Steelers took it in the shorty shorts today because they got beat thirty-eight yeah. to three. And I had to check on. Well, yeah. I, I can't call and check on my homeboy Glenn because he broke his phone because they lost the last time. 
<laughs> so I might have to send a letter to his house <laughs> or send nine one one. Yeah, for real. See if you're okay. <laughs> You know, but I just look at the fact that hopefully they're rebuilding and it's just going to be a process. Uh, you know, and sometimes people don't want to 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 wait on the process to see its way through. Yeah, I know, man. Trust me, I know. Some, so they, some of us been waiting for that process a long time, H Town. Well, I mean, they did well. <laughs> For the years that they had Big Ben, I mean, you know, they've won some championships. And, you know, when you win championships, it's just like the Dallas Cowboys. You know, people just expect that. Yeah. Well, you know, Houston Texans, we just ha- we're just hoping to get one before <laughs> it's yeah, all said and done. Yeah, cause but you know how people are. When you, when you show them the capacity to be able to win, that's all they know. It's like, oh, okay, so I know you're going to do it again, right? Right, right, right. Well, H Town, I appreciate you calling, and uh, big ups to you to your Texans. I love everything you got yes, going sir. on. Hey, you want to do a plug real quick for uh, what you got going? Okay, well, we always want to plug that new book, uh, <laughs> FH Junior. Uh, yes, I am fed up. dot com. Just if they go to the website, then they'll see what it's all about www.yesiamfedup.com because I know you got some fed up uh, football fans and that book might just be the answer to what they need. <laughs> All right. Well, how can they get your book? One more time. Uh, visit the website. It's on amazon.com, but all the respective links are on the website. They can either purchase an autographed copy from me or they can purchase it. I mean, they can go into their local bookstore and order it and purchase it. So, but a lot of people, as you know, probably purchase books on Amazon. So it right. is available on Amazon.com. Okay. okay. All right. Hey, appreciate your call. Okay. Thank you. Thank you for the opportunity. Thank you. All right. Bye. Sports therapy with F.A. Junior. Hey, hey, what up, Mr. Junior? <laughs> hey, what's going on? Who I got? Hey, you got Chris Moore, baby. Chris Moore. Chris Moore. Chris Moore, you sound like you are. Let me guess. I'm just going to, I'm going to reach into, I'm just going to just think about it. Mm, Brother Chris, you sound like you're a Cowboy fan. Die hard, born and raised, baby. All right, Brother Moore. Give us a summary (laughs) of what you feeling, brother. I know you're on cloud nine. Hey, this, this is a big win today. A big win for the Cowboys. Now, I know. You know, they're going in there playing a, a Rams team that ain't quite built like they were last year. You know, they're still struggling on that offensive line. Gotcha. Um, but that, that defensive arc stepped up big. And and I feel like Cooper Rush is about to step into his own and maybe just take complete control of these Cowboys. Let me ask you a question because I'm, I think I'm going to ask the question that probably the Cowboy Nation is asking as well. Now, Cooper Rush – now, he's not making a million dollars that Dak is made, but here's the thing. Now, and you're a Cowboy fan, so I'm going to run this by you. When Dak is ready to come back, do you mess up the chemistry? Because right now, the Cowboys are playing blue-collar football, and blue-collar football will win you a championship. Because I've always said that if the Cowboys ever just start playing just blue-collar football, get away from all the the star, you know, going getting the big-name uh, offensive guys and just start playing right. blue-collar football, 
and rely on them because their defense is scary. I, I I will say that. And that's coming from a commander fan. And you know that's the that, that's the best you can get out of me. <laughs> <laughs> You know, to be honest with you, I think it's still Dak's job to lose. Um, I don't think you're going to replace his chemistry that he already has with that starting line. But I will tell you this. If it needs to happen, we've already proven with our backup quarterback, it can happen. And just, you know, leave it up to the guys that pay the bills. But I, I, I'm, I'm, I'm confident that our backup can do the job if our, if our starter can't do it anymore. I'm just excited to see where we go from here especially going into next week with them undefeated Eagles. <laughs> well, see, what I'm saying is that, yes, I, I, I know Dak is the better quarterback. I'm saying sometimes a team gets on a roll, and they can get on a roll with the defense or a system that's been working. Do you mess with the chemistry? You know, it's a tough one for me to say because I know that I know the Cowboys want to go back to that uh, run it up the gut and and really establish that run game and, and try to beat you that way. And that's that's been easy to do with the transition from Dak to Cooper. I still think Dak can do it though. And uh, yes, Cooper can do his uh, his checkdowns really well. He can check out of uh, a certain play if the defense. But you know, Dak can do all that too. Dak can play dirty if he needs to. Dak can play that blue collar. So I. I think they both have a, a, a chemistry with that offense that I don't think if whoever's in there is going to be disrupted, to be honest with you. Mm-hmm. Now, one thing that um, I think one of the uh, the Cowboys was asked last week, and the, and the question was, when you have your backup quarterback in there, do you play with a more of a sense of urgency than you do? Because, you know, when you have your start in there, say, Dak, that can be sometimes a sense of okay, we okay, you know what I'm saying? We 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 got you know we we're gonna be okay, you know we got the demand is here. He's in charge, you know we can all lean on that. But when all of a sudden he's not there, then every man to himself has to do a little bit more, has to be a little bit more responsible. You know what I'm saying? Oh yeah, I think that the team overall is doing a good job of next man up. I think that mentality is carried over and. Uh, regardless of who's uh, under center calling the plays, I think everybody's going to step up. They realize they got something special, especially with that defense. That offense needs to stand up and, and balance out that field a little bit better. But I think it can be done. They got a good next man up mentality going for them. Let me describe a play that I saw today. And uh, usually when I'm watching the games, I'm at Buffalo Wild Wing hanging out with my rowdy friends. There was a specific play <laughs> that um, Cooper rushed through this pass. And it was it maybe about a 30 yard, 25, 30 yard. Uh, just it was it wasn't so much. The pass wasn't as great as the receiver was who caught the ball, because for all purposes, we all knew that that guy was out out of bounds. But um, I'm trying to think of the receiver, uh, the one that's been out a while. Um Gallup, Michael Gallup. Yes, Michael Gallup. He threw a ball, and I don't know how in the hell, let me hit my own cussing bell. I don't, I don't know how in the hell he caught that ball, man, and got both feet down. Did you see the play I'm talking about? Oh, I didn't. It was beautiful. He had the toe touch and dragged yes. the other foot. 
you couldn't have asked the receiver to make a better play, except for when Cooper Cup came up and made that one across the middle. Yes. That was just a beautiful catch. So I got to give it up to them. But that's that's a veteran move by a veteran receiver. And I, I, oh, it was beautiful. It was what you needed and when you needed it. It kept the momentum going. And that was, like you said, that that, that infused a little, uh, some more confidence in the Cowboys because what I, I tell people about the Cowboys now, people think I, I, I don't like the Cowboys. Now, the truth is, I'm always going to tell it the way it is. Now, right now, the Cowboys are on a roll. They remind me of the, um, I don't know if you from, you are familiar with that Ray Lewis um Baltimore Raven team that just had a bus driver basically and they went all the way to the yep. Super Bowl and won it because they had a freaking defense man what what Dan Quinn has done in Dallas with this defense has been phenomenal I mean they've they've turned it around and I mean they were great last year and they're just they're beasts this year you got like Micah Parsons who clearly was playing hurt today but came up big at the end of the game to make sure that he sealed that victory for the Cowboys I mean it's it's special what's going on right now. We you know the offense can step up a little bit and kind of match that intensity. But if they do that, it lights out. Well, see that's why it goes back to that first question that I asked: is when Dak comes back, when he's ready to come back, do you mess with that chemistry? Uh, I'm gonna, you know, if anybody is familiar on that team with stepping up when the starting quarterback goes down, it's Dak. And he knows he can be replaced at any minute. So when he does come back, I think he's going to play to that same level of intensity, if not higher, just to kind of reestablish himself as that starter. I see it happening, but I mean, if it don't, we still have Cooper Rush, you know. But I think, I think in this instance, we do. We give him the opportunity to continue to drive his team, and I mean, he's been successful for us. Why not give him the opportunity? Well, Chris, let me ask you this question. Do you think, as of today, that you guys have a quarterback controversy? Because I can tell you, in the minds of in the minds of, uh, of many of the Cowboy fans that I've talked to, they've already said, "Hey, you know, uh, Cooper Rush. Oh, he's yeah, he's, he's better than Zach. You know, he's better than Dak. He should be quarterback for less money." <laughs> there's a lot of there's a lot of things that he can do better. And I, you know, I'm not going to take that away. He's more accurate now. I will tell you, he is he he is more accurate than that. Absolutely, and he, he I think he reads through his progressions and, and goes through his checkdowns a little bit quicker and a little bit better than Dak does. However, Dak's been in the trenches for us. Mm-hmm. As far as the quarterback controversy goes, you know, whatever gets the media talking around the Cowboys, Jerry <laughs> loves. But yeah, if you've got a starting quarterback on Dak's caliber and a backup on Cooper Rush's. It's a win-win. Who's more who who's more happy than Cooper Rush's agent right about now? <laughs> Maybe um <laughs> Cooper Rush's wife because yes. that's yes. about to hit. Yes. <laughs> yes. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. Well, hey, Chris, I appreciate you calling, man, and um congratulations to you and the Cowboy Nation. Um uh, you know. Yes, sir. <laughs> and uh hey man, keep doing that doing what you do, man. Appreciate you calling, okay? You got it. How about them cowboys? <laughs> okay, I'm gonna let you do it one more time. How about them cowboys? <laughs> All right, man. Thanks. No problem. 
Discover Crown Warm Blended Canadian Whiskey. Patiently fit for a king, expertly blended since 1939. After a long day of crime fighting, I reach for a bottle of Crown Raw, and you know what I say? Crown me, baby. Drink Crown Raw responsibly. That is my drink indeed. Damn, that was uh, my man, Chris Moore. And he seemed to be just just happily in uh, Cowboyville. <laughs> There's peace in Cowboyville. The Cowboys are... I think, yeah, they, they played outstanding today. I'm not going to take anything from the boys. In fact, um, I will be right there watching the uh, Cowboys take on, take on the, the Philadelphia Eagles, and that is going to be an exciting game all the way around. Um, like I said, big ups to, to the Cowboys. Now, do I think they have a uh, quarterback country? Uh, probably because there is a certain section of the Cowboy fandom that do believe that, that Cooper Rush should remain the starter. Hell, he's earned it. They are four and one. Now, has some of the teams that they played, have they been limited? Eh, probably. But there's old saying, you play who is in front of you. So it's not like, hey, it is what it is. So they're winning. They are winning. So should they make any changes to that? Mm-hmm. We shall see. We shall see. We shall see. So now I want to talk about some scores. Let's see. We all know the Steelers took it in the shorty shorts <laughs> against the uh Against the Bills. But you know what? There's no shame in losing to the Buffalo Bills because no one circles the wagons like the Buffalo Bills. Hold on. We got a call. Let me check in my call. Welcome to Sports Therapy Hello. with F.H. Jr. What's, hey, how's it going? How's it going? What say ye, caller? Brandon Cooper calling in. Brandon, Brandon Cooper. Brandon Cooper calling in. Brother Cooper. Hey, I... How you doing, my brother? I'm doing well. Say, Brother Cooper, what is who who you representing? Who's your team? Okay. I'm from Grand Prairie, Texas. However, Uh I do have my correct mind, and (laughs) I am a Baltimore Ravens fan through and through. So now this is is what we do. Now can I can 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 I say that you are probably watching the game now while you while you uh you know your Ravens are playing right now. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I, see this see, this is why I was so enthusiastic about this call. I took time from watching the Ravens to come and make this phone. I, I want you to give you, us I want you to give some talk I, I want you to give me some play by play of what's going on with the Ravens as far as to what you've seen today. Right now. Gotcha right now. Right okay, now. Cool, cool. Gotcha, gotcha. I went outside to make the phone call, but I'm gonna go right back in. You, you and go. I'm about to give y'all a nice play by play on basically give, give y'all a little bit of what of what Peyton and Eli say. There we go. There we go. There we go. <laughs> All right. All right. Now, fans, one thing about it on Sports TV with F.A. Jr., it is what it is. So we finna get some live play-by-play from from uh, brother Brandon Cooper of the um, 
I think his Baltimore Ravens are playing the Cincinnati Bengals. All right, my brother, giving you the play-by-play. So we give us the play-by-play. Starting off. All right, we got Duvernay in the backfield now. <sighs> Guys, it looks like we eleven personnel. Got the toss pitch to Duvernay straight on the side. Look at him picking up the yardage, man. And this is what I really like about Duvernay. Um, originally wanted to utilize him as just special teams. He was first team All Pro special teams, but now if you look at him, he's being able to take on different, I mean, at times wide receiver number one and play running back. The thing about him being so versatile is it fits our system. And with all the injuries that we've had and that we continue to have, we just need all hands on deck at this point. Good to see Ronnie Stanley out there. He's back out there, had an injured ankle last year. Okay. One of the good things I do like, okay, we're in empty right now, five wide motioning into the backfield, boom. And this is where Lamar is dangerous. He's out here. It's an RPO. Get the ball out of his hands quick. The one thing, the one one problem about us right now is we're explosive in the first half, second half. We seem to just not be able to get it together. Um, Like if you see this play right here, for some reason they're able to play us man-to-man because we don't have any receiver threats. I mean, all we have is Mark Andrews. I mean, Lamar Jackson is fast, true, but I'm like, man, come on. One man can only do so much. That's true. All right, man. So, boom, had to throw out away, smart move. And that shows the maturity of Lamar. He's come a long way. Come a long way, man. He's getting better and better. So now we're back in empty again. My biggest thing about empty is we spread the field, stuff like that. We don't have a go-to receiver. Shout out to James Forche, straight out of SMU. I got you. I don't want to call it too early because I'm not sure how he looks right now, but I wouldn't mind signing Odell Beckham. Yep. Now, if you can see this, the Bengals, the Bengals bring a linebacker blitz, so now it's five on five with the blocking scheme. But the problem is teams feel like they can sit back and play us man-to-man. Right. Now, let's go back Let, Let's go back and, and, and explore that thought you just had about uh, Odell. This see, this is what I think. I think Odell would be a great addition to our team mm-hmm. um, because of what he can do. He's not explosive as he used to be. He's had two ACL injuries. True. However, he's somebody that you have to cover. And we don't have a wide receiver, number one. Um, Bateman is out right now with a foot injury. I wouldn't mind because, let's face it, if, if Odell Beckham would have continued to play in the Super Bowl, he would have won Super Bowl MVP. Yeah, um, I agree with you there. He run routes. He can run routes. I think now he's taking more of like a like an Anquan Bolton type of, you know, possession catching depending on his routes. Um, I feel like he'd be a good signing. We can get him at a low price. But Odell is ultimately trying to look for a team that he can win a Super Bowl with right now. You know what I mean? So I know he's going to take his time and view his options. Yeah, he's looking to be that, that hired uh, gun, as they say. Exactly. So, uh, you know, we got the most automatic kicker in NFL history. So boom. So Brandon, let me um, ask you this question. Now that I got used, and now now I'm 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 in the Ravens' uh, headquarters, so I can get some some firsthand mm-hmm. knowledge. So man, what are y'all gonna do about my man's money, man? Are y'all gonna pay uh, the quarterback or what? 
Well, for sure, us losing to the Bills last week didn't help. <laughs> but me personally, I believe I should, right? Look at everybody else who got paid. Josh Allen doesn't have the same accolades as Lamar, and he got paid before he really proved himself one. Two, Kyler Murray got paid before Lamar did. We mm-hmm. know Kyler Murray is not, is not even in the same field as Lamar. No. Three, as you can see with the Broncos, they extended Russell Wilson before the season, which was terrible on them. You always give it a year. When you also look at the Deshaun Watson thing, they guaranteed his whole contract. True that. My thing is, what more does Lamar have to prove? And he has the least amount around him. Now, do you think the problem could be the fact that he represents himself? Could that be a factor? It it could be a factor because it's always a harder factor when that team owner and coach has to sit face-to-face with the player and tell them, you're not as good as this person, right? Right. That's normally what the agent is to run interference. Oh, but I understand oh, I what Lamar is doing. I got you. Because he's, he's assuming, which he rightfully should, that his play on the field is substituted his importance to the team and his money. So what is he uh, asking? And, and, uh, what what is he what I is mean, he asking he, to be he, paid like a top what? Well, here's the thing. I mean, Deshaun he wants this contract fully guaranteed, like Deshaun Watson. Hey, I, 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 hey, I don't blame him. Because what what I tell what I tell people is is you know because I hear people say stupid things like well you know what so and so got his money man so now he's not playing I look I tell people anytime and and you play football anytime you step mm-hmm. foot on that field there's a good chance that you could be paralyzed for life or never you know what I'm saying hey man hey man we see what happened to Tua man yes it can happen there can happen to anybody man and. I hate when they say that, but, you know, some people have proven not to come through in the clutch after they get paid, i.e. Zeke, <laughs> right, <laughs> Dak. You know, that's what the Cowboys are going through right now. Um, but with Lamar, his importance to the team and what he's doing, like you're going to get your return on your investment. Because even if he's a running quarterback, if you pay him for the next five years, you, you're still going to get his prime athleticism up right. to the end of that contract. Right. And then right. when, it's not like the Pat Mahomes deal. And when you figure into how much money that that particular team has made off this guy in terms of, mm-hmm. you know, ticket sales, merchandise, and da 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 da. So realistically, you really paying him for money that you've all that he's already earned. If you look at it the way sometimes I look at it, you know what I mean? Exactly. I mean, he's the next. He was the he was the next big box office ticket. You know, before it was nothing but defense and championships, but now you finally got an offensive player that you can market. That's marketable. So, like I said, man, you're playing all these people now. This is our biggest problem, man. We're watching the defense. We're in our nickel defense. Um, look at them. Look at Jason Pierre-Paul getting out there, man. He's still playing? Yeah, man, we signed him a couple weeks ago, man. Okay, okay. Well, see, that's why, like I that's said, man, I, I I got an inside track because I thought JPP yeah. had retired. No, nah, he had uh, the, the Tampa Bay didn't bring him back. Okay. So um, he was a free agent, and we needed some pass rush. Um, so, boom, we signed him. Um, I like what I'm seeing from Owe as well. Of course, Calais Campbell's always good. Um, Patrick Queen, our middle linebacker, still figuring that out. Um, of course, our secondary, I like it. 
Um, but it's, it, at times, it's just some holes in our coverage. Now, Brandon, how but, far like said, how, how far can the Ravens go this year? I believe we can win a Super Bowl, but the whole thing is we need to finish games. The two losses we have, we were up by three touchdowns at the half. Now, one of the losses I, I can contribute to the idiocy, <laughs> the idiocy of your coach. I understand him trying to go for it all, but in addition, you got you. you we've been we had a sloppy second half. Take the field goal. Yes, that way you you kick it. You kick it off. You make you make Josh Allen drive the length of the field and have to get a field goal. Because if anything, oh look at JPP. Look at JPP with the sack. <laughs> with the sack. That's what I like, man. Come that's on with the passion, man. Cool. Show me some passion, Brandon. Man, dude, that's the that's the passion <laughs> with the Ravens, man. Listen, man, I've been a Ravens fan since I know. 2000 when they won the Super Bowl. That was when we had Trent Dilfer, a quarterback. And that was when Ray Lewis told him, look, all we need you to do is score 14 points. We got the rest. I still say 2000 Ravens the best defense of all time. Man. Then you go from that to us drafting Ed Reed, Sizzle. Then we, because Kyle Bowler was our quarterback. Then we got Joe Flacco in 2012. That's when we won the Super Bowl. Joe Flacco arguably had the 2012 season, arguably had the greatest uh, postseason by a quarterback in history. On that run, man, um, everybody tried to say we cheated because the lights came off in the Super Bowl. I don't want to hear it. <laughs> yeah, they, they, there was some uh, stadium issues. But, you know, I was talking to one of my yeah. uh, my, my previous callers today, and I was telling him, and he's a mm-hmm. big-time uh, Cowboy fan, and, uh, you know, I'm a, I'm a – I'm a commander, Redskin football team fan. But what I what we were talking about, I said, hey, man, the, the Cowboys defense kind of remind me of that Raven defense where basically uh, Trent just had to be a bus driver, you know, just stay, you know, stay on the route, baby. Just pick up the kids and go to school. That's it. I'll, man, I'll say this. Next week is going to be the test because y'all got to put up some points. Eagles is not playing. I, I I agree. You're not gonna beat the Eagles only putting up twenty two points. I agree. And, and what, y'all gonna have to score at least thirty. And, and and what I talked to him about, I said, Hey, look, so far, every team that the Cowboys have played, they have been flawed. That um, you know, there's, easily. There's no offensive line, but you're right, next week will be the test because the Eagles will come in and they're gonna be a whole team. And you you in Philly, Eagles coming in. I know Marco Parsons was uh, had got injured a little bit, um, but definitely this is is put up or shut up. Because if you it's put up or shut up, man. Because if you take away the six points that they, because you really can't count on getting points from your defense. That's like gravy, little gravy on on the biscuit there. Yeah. But you can't go into a game saying, "Hey, you know what? We're gonna get six points from our defense." Every game. You can't. That's just extra. So but, so I see that, and I'm thinking, okay, realistically, if you take those six points away, so the Cowboys are averaging really about 13 points a game, something like that. And when you go to play Philly, you're going to have to score some points. Because yeah, it, it seems like the Cowboys are looking at – they're taking this 49ers approach, right? If you look at Jimmy G, he's a game manager. Yes. He's not going to really put up points on the board. Just don't lose. Just don't lose it. Just don't lose it for us. Exactly, and that's what y'all are doing. My thing is keep Cooper Rush in there and ride that train until it can't happen no more. And then you put Dak in. But next week, 
Ugh, it's gonna get <laughs> ugly, man. That's gonna be an ugly game. Hey, yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Yes, indeed. Well, hey, Brandon, I appreciate you calling, brother. And uh, oh, no problem. And uh, good luck to the Ravens. I'm, uh, I'm, in fact, I'm kind of watching as well uh, while I'm talking too. I have it on my one of my monitors that's above my head. So when people see me, like, okay, where are you looking up at? <laughs> I'm kind of keeping my eye on the okay. game. But hey, man, I appreciate you calling, and uh, hey, look forward to talking to you again next week. Okay. Oh, no problem. Anytime, my brother, anytime. Yeah. I, hey, do you want to uh, hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on while I got you here? Because mm-hmm. I know you're a fellow podcaster. So uh, I'm going to let you drop yes, a plug for uh, what you're doing and share oh, that man, with the listeners. Man, Go for it. Man. So my boys that I grew up with here in Grand Prairie, Texas, we've been doing it for a couple of years. We have our own podcast. It's called the D1 Ignit University. <laughs> so D1 and then IG. <laughs> N-A-N-T University. All our stuff is either we're on um, Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor App. Um, check us out on uh, Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, D1 Ignit. And, uh, man, we chop out a lot of good game, man, from music, pop culture, man, to sports, and uh, you name it. All right. Hey, man, because I've been uh... – what do you call it? Binge watching you guys' mm-hmm. uh, uh, podcast, so I can kind of bring myself uh, get caught up on it. But man, yeah, I you know, brother, I, I have been enjoying it, man. Uh, keeps me laughing. You and the fellows, man. And you know, sometimes when I come home from work, you know, I, I kind of pop it on, like you know what these these uh, these guys got it going on, man. But yeah, hey, brother, <laughs> I like what you're doing. Okay. Hey, man, appreciate it. You as well, my brother. All right. Okay. All right. It's all, all good. Right. Now, I have waited. <laughs> I have waited to go on. Now, you know, the, the, the logistics of the show is you can either rant, rip, kick some knowledge, raise hell, cuss, swear, throw punches, or whatever. <laughs> Just don't throw punches my direction. I haven't talked about my commanders. And normally now, the name of this show is Sports Therapy. So I'm going to get in the seat. <laughs> I'm gonna get in the seat because I need some therapy, man. I need therapy because sometimes I don't know who I'm more upset with. You know, last week I was upset with with the uh <laughs> with the Rebs. And I see I've come to terms with my man Carson Wentz. He is what he is. God, he's a big disappointment. He, he he's like this is why you shouldn't do drugs, young people, because Carson Wentz is a bad drug. <laughs> man, you get addicted to the fact that he has a strong arm. He makes the plays that say, "Yeah, I see why we signed this guy to a you know, I see why we're giving him all that money." And then he do bonehead things like trying to run on his own when he won't just throw the freaking ball away. He'll keep it for a loss. But it's like, but today I had, um, and I tell people, when you call into the show, you can't talk about the entire show. Because if I didn't have a rule set, I would spend the whole freaking rest of the hour talking about the show today, the game today. But I'm not going to do that. I'm going to pick. <laughs> I'm going to pick. Two specific events that sent my ass over the edge. Let me hit my own cussing bell. That sent me over the edge. Number one, I cannot blame 
Carson, but this is in the fourth quarter. We've got about, oh, maybe about five minutes left in the game. Now, I'm old school when it comes to coaching and and, and things that I am watching football. I'm old school. I, I believe in the run game. But I'm 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 coming along, you know. I understand that if you want to get the top athletes, you got to sling it around, you know. No more five yards in a cloud of dust like it used to be. I get that, but there are times, there are times when we have to just use some common sense. There was a during the Redskin football team commander game today. We were fourth. No, it was. It was second down and one. Second down and one. And we were on the 40-yard line. Second down and one. We chose our idiot, <laughs> our idiot offensive coordinator, because I know Winston called his plays himself, on second down and one. We chose to throw the ball. We chose to throw the freaking ball and first time we were not successful. Okay. It's third down and one. I'm still thinking, man, run the freaking ball and pick up a freaking yard. No, we decided we're going to throw it again. Still, that wasn't successful. So look how much time we wasted. We wasted trying to throw the ball around. And finally on fourth and one, from our own freaking 40-yard line, we decided to go for it. And you know what? We made the freaking first down. So I'm thinking to myself, come on, guys. Why we can't just run the ball on second and one and set up? Let second and one dictate what you're going to do on third down. That's old school football. Now, I understand the new game. Seven on seven, guys coming to the league, already have certain skills, the route tree, all that, da 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 da. But at some point, man, some of the old school football ways still they work, man. Some of it's just common sense. Throw that throw all that freaking analytics. Okay, yeah, we need analytics. I got that. You know, more people going for it on fourth down. But when you're freaking second and one from your own 40-yard line and you need to keep the ball and score, my God, man, go for the run the ball. You got two, especially if you know you're going to go for it on, on uh, fourth down, you got three chances to make one yard. Why? <laughs> Why throw the ball? It's like, come on, man. Run the ball, pick up the first down. Then you can come back on first down. First down is usually your best opportunity that you're going to get to take a deep shot i can understand that but no so we wasted up all that time you know i was like god man seriously seriously and then the final remember we can't talk about the whole game because i'm not going to talk about the whole game i'm only talking about two events and then finally it looked like okay we're going to pull this game out as raggedy as as this game was we're going to pick. We're going to pull this game out. We get a call, pass interference on the two freaking yard line. We got no more timeout though. I understand that. And guess what? We've got I don't know thirty seconds. You know what I would do with no timeout and I got thirty seconds and I'm only two. 
Or I'm going to run the ball because they're not expecting me to run the ball. And if I don't make it, guess what? We're going to come back real quick, hustle back real quick, and I'm either going to down it to kill the clock and still run a play. So we threw it every time. Didn't make it. And then finally, finally, the last play of the game. This is where I tell people, Carson Wentz is just a drug that we just got to go to rehab and get off of <laughs> because it's just, it drives you crazy. It's a white wild knuckle ride every time. And I'm getting too old for this stuff. I can't take it. I can't take it. I can't, I can't take anymore. We're on the freaking, we're on the freaking two yard line and the guy throws a interception. Interception. Last play of the game. He probably could have. Now, I think it was third down. And he throws an interception. Game over. Six seconds left. Game's over. I don't know, man. I don't know. Because, like I said, there is a part of Carson that makes you want to stay with him. He has a he he has a big strong arm. He he just he just bonehead plays, and I understand that Redskin football team Washington <laughs> Washington Commander Nation. Half of us want to sit his butt down and let's bring out the rookie man. I I said that I would stick with Carson. Um, I tell you what, fans, we're playing a short week. We got the Bears this week. And if we can win that game, then I'll still be on Carson's bandwagon. But if we lose to the Bears and we're one and freaking five, I'm sorry, it's time to junk the Carson Wentz experience experiment and go with the rookie. It's time to go with Sam. That's just how I feel, man. I I I can't I can't 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 take it anymore. <laughs> That's how I feel, man. We, we, uh-uh. nah, 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 nah. No, no, no. If we lose Thursday night, it is going to be time. Because if Ron Rivera decides he want to stay with Carson, then hell, we got to look at getting rid of him. Because look, dude, it's three years. You know, as the old people say, you got to, you know what, or get off the pot. And it's been three years and we haven't been winning. So if we lose Thursday and Coach decided he's going to stay with Wentz, then we had to and then we had to take a serious look at our coaching staff. Do I want to do a whole change? Uh no, but like I said, man, we gotta do something different. You know, the definition of insanity is you keep doing the same thing over and over again and you keep getting the same results. That's insanity. Insanity. Because that 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 interception at the end of the game it just tears one's heart out and that's why we have sports therapy that's why we have sports therapy now if you're just joining in and you're like what the hell am i listening to you know <laughs> this is sports therapy with fa junior where callers get two minutes to call in live and rant rip laugh kick some knowledge about all things nfl related now, if you call in, we will put you live on the air, and you can talk about everything from bad popcorn to bad calls by the referees. And, uh, you know, it's all good. It's all good. It is all good. Mm, 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 
Mm. Because I can tell you, there's no one right now that's more upset with the referees than, than the Dirty Birds of the, the Falcons. Because my man, they're calling for Jerome Bogle's head on a platter because basically he uh, made a play. Now, we all know you can't touch TB Tom Brady at all. So he made a um I looked at the play over and over again, and I did not see anything that resembled the fact that a flag should have been thrown. That's where I am on that. That's where I am on that. And so if anybody got, you know what? It remind, well, nothing remind me of the great train robbery, <laughs> the, the great train robbery involving the Saints. I don't think anything going to compare to that, but this was pretty close, man. It was just so obvious. Like it's almost like, um, these guys were told, hey, if anybody come up and sniff Tom Brady, then you throw the flag. That's what it looked like. I'm just saying. I am just saying. Just saying. But as we put a wrap on today's show, I want to think those as I play my music. This has been another day of Sports Day Every with F.A. Jr. like to thank all my listeners. For the country Kenny's <laughs> Little Rock, Arkansas All the way to the kid folks in Louisiana Better known as the Boo Also to those who are in jolly old England Those who are in uh, the great state of Virginia And then those in the big state of Texas Where they print those big large-sized Texas paychecks That I like collecting To the Cowboy fans, to the Saints, the Lions And all everybody else out there Also, I'd like to thank those who tune in on LinkedIn Keep uh, keep coming back, and if you like the show, like us on Facebook, subscribe to my YouTube channel, and if you hate the show, say, hey, you know what? We hate the show, uh, F.A. Jr., and you need to be taken off there. But if not, we'll see you next week, and all those only y'all remember what I say. Stay golden, baby. <laughs>